Okay, so welcome to the new episode of the Unbag Podcast. So this might be the first episode or the fifth episode, depending on how you look at it. We rebranded the show, so we changed the name from Living in the Third World Country Podcast to the Unbag Podcast. I feel like this would give us a you know a broader sense of you know topics and guest I don't know it felt like felt like a right move to make so yeah let's let's just get right into the episode today our topic is is you know, it's quite personal for me and the guest the topic is moving on so moving on from like a broken heart loss of no money people people have <laughs> lots of money makes them to you know have heartache or like losing a family member a close person not someone that's dear to you how do you move on from something like that so yeah today our guess is debbie debbie echo so she's the founder of Wings uh, by Debs. You can check out check out her stuffs on Instagram. Debbie? Yes. Okay. So just give give my listeners you know, a brief intro. Hi guys. <laughs> I'm I'm Debbie and I'll be I'll be co-hosting the show today with Jerry. I'm a student, but I also make weeks and I'm doing, I'm studying pharmacy. So that's basically what you're I'm f- about for now. You're doing pharmacy and making weeks at the same time? Yes, I am. Is that not like too yes, strenuous? Yes, stressful. Yeah, I mean like, because I know your shadow is packed for pharmacy students. I don't even know who is who is busier, pharmacists or doctors or medical students. I really don't huh. know. Who, who, who it's is, actually the same. It's the same? Like, everybody is usually very busy. And it's actually hectic, though, but uh, we have to do what we have to do. Hmm. And you find time to make your, your wigs. Yes. At the end of the day, you need to get that bag now. Okay. So, yeah, I, um, I know, like, this topic is, you know, really personal for you. And, you know, just tell us, tell us how it was for you, for people listening you know debbie lost her mom some time ago and when i found out honestly man like i was i was just broken to be very honest like when i found out and i found out like some months later right as at the time i texted you it had already happened right yeah like no i and debbie went to the same university and you know i was 
in my third year when she got into the university. We're both at the University of um, Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology in Kumasi, Ghana. And, you know, when you came, you had this very, she's a very playful person. You know, very, very playful person. And I don't know. I just, even though I pushed, even though I kept pushing you away because you disturbed me a lot, Debbie, you stress me out, man. <laughs> like, you, you stress me out. But then, like, I did, I did appreciate you and I missed you a lot. Like, after I left, you know, you were like a very small sister to me. And when I heard that happened, oh my God. Like, I just, I was like, I was crushed because I know how much you like your mom. And sometimes when I would, like, witness your your conversation with your mom, you'd be all smiley and everything. Yeah, I was I was really heartbroken. And to find out that I, I found out, like, some months after it happened, because I was working on some things, I... I was barely online. I was barely talking to people. I was just trying to get the bag, you know. And then, this is not the first time that has even happening. I came back from uni and um, some months after that, after I returned, I saw a picture of my friend and someone saying, rest in peace. And ah oh, shit, man! I just freaked out again, like I like I did with your mom. And I replied like, "What happened? What happened to this person? What happened to this person?" And the guy just hit me in my DM. I was like, "This person has been dead for two years." I was like, "Shit!" Wow. Oh, like honestly, man. Sometimes I'm like. I know that you can't be in everybody's life at the same time because yeah you need to do what you need to do for yourself but then i don't know like it just it hurts it hurt badly to find out that that has that happened like some years back so how how was it for you how did you even find out like how how did it happen how, how did you even find out that that happened to your mom it was like I had, I was in school and everything, and um, everything was normal. Like, my mom wasn't ill. Do you understand? Yes. She wasn't sick. She didn't have any issues. Like, I spoke to her that same day, that Sunday. I spoke to her the previous day, spoke to her that Sunday. I was just telling her cousin that I was really missing her. And she said really missing me too. That she was going to call me, that she was in a meeting. So after the meeting, she would call me. And then, like, that Sunday, she normally, it wasn't busy. And then Sundays are usually busy. So I just thought maybe they got tired and everything. And me, I always, I always text my parents, like, every morning when I'm in school. So I texted her, like, good morning and everything. How are you? I texted my dad as well. I texted her, she didn't reply, like, um, she, has, she didn't reply my message, and it was already, like, like 11, I know my mom only replied my message immediately. So I was not, I'm not saying about that, 
my mom my mom has your primary message that is it that she doesn't have data or something. You know that I shouldn't worry that my daddy will call me. I think I'm not texting my dad that I was trying to reach my mom but I haven't reached her. You know, I was I can't remember exactly what he said. But it was like that he will call me and everything. That's how he called me. Like um call me during break that and I have to come back home. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. How would I have to come back home? I'm in school and she come back home for what it was like that um um, my mom wants to see me. I was like, oh, my mom wants to see me for that. Said that my mom is on bed rest. And by this time, my mom had already passed on. Oh. I was like, I was already becoming like anxious and anything. I was praying and all that. It was just crazy. Like, you be shasha, long story short, the next day I was on my way back home. And you know OTK, right? Yes. Because apparently, so like, I think my cousin already told him and everything. But two of my friends at school already knew about it. But I think my family member has told them to just make sure I don't find out before I come back home. Okay. So, Otiki followed me to the airport. He was just there with me and everything. I wasn't crying tonight before. I don't know. I was just crying that, what am I going to do? He was just telling me that I would be fine, all the things. He followed me to the airport. He was me to a body my my And then, what is going to happen? Okay, I got to Lagos. My cousin. I was just listening to my mom was on bed rest. Obviously, she's on bed rest in the hospital. So I was not trying to tell my friend that I want to go from the airport straight to the hospital to see my mom. Okay. So he was now trying to say, um, he said that I should just hold on, like he will come and pick me and everything. I was trying to ask that, okay, what hospital is my mom? They were not giving me a clear answer. Like everything was becoming frustrating. Do you understand? Yeah. I was asking my brother because I I remember that he was asking. I was asking my brother that I thought he said you guys went to see me just yesterday. So what was this thing? Like he was like he can't remember the name. I was like, how don't you remember the name of the Okay, so where is your school located? Even though you don't remember the name, you know the location because you went there. He said. He can't remember or I was like, what type of things? How can you say that you can't remember? He was not saying that I should better relax, I should better relax. I was saying that I'm not even finding anything funny. That if anything happens to my mom, I won't even find it funny. So that's how I got the they came to pick me anyways. Went to my auntie's house. And then I was my daddy was like that he wants to eat first or something, maybe get the other car or something like that before we go to the hospital. Okay. We got my auntie that my auntie hugged me like she had never hugged me that way before. So I was like, ah, uh-uh. is this what is what 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 is problem? And I sat down now. Um, then my daddy was like, um, we prayed and everything. 
Anybody that has met you, anybody that has met you, right, and has spent some time with you, with you would know that you have a very solid relationship with your mom. So like everybody felt like if I could be okay, if I could get myself together, if I could be okay, then everybody would be fine. Everybody would be so worried about me. So then I just said to because if. You are not okay, then nobody is okay. Do you understand? Yes. And I was even more worried about my dad because my dad is only sixty, so his his health is even more important. Do you understand that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. If I'm not okay, I'm putting him in danger. I get. Because he won't show so he won't show you those emotions because he would want to be strong for you, but this is his life partner. So like it's really hard yes, for exactly. him as well. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. He will not show his emotions because he wants to be strong for us, and that is the truth. Wow. And even people knew my parents because my parents literally because they ran the company they had they ran it together, so they were literally everywhere together. Oh, that would that would really hurt. So that was really hurting. So I just decided that no, this man has lost a big, a huge, like a huge part of him. So if I'm selfish and so that was what even encouraged me more to be stronger because of my dad, because I know he has lost a great deal and everything. So when he sees that we're strong, he would at least he will get like a little joy. Do you understand that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Fam, like that is a lot, man. Like, nah. When I know the funny thing was that because so like only I could only tell when I get, I got back home. I just told like two of my other friends what had happened. Okay. And because I was going back to school, and obviously I would want to prepare for exams and everything. I told them that they should not tell any other person. So nobody knew. Wow. I was in school. Everything was just normal because I didn't want any of all those. I, I didn't want that attention. I didn't want, I just wanted to read my books and get done with it then go back home and everything. So nobody knew what had happened except my closest friends. And I told them not to mention it to any other person. So most people, just like you knew, most people knew when my brother posted it on his Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, so. Wow, that was... And you you had to f- write your exams with that, like, psychological yeah. weight. I had to write exams, but, like, people usually ask me that, what makes me... Well, like, what keeps me going? Do you understand? Yeah. Even when my mom is in here, what keeps me going? First of all, I always tell that because I already have that relationship with God and everything, it's not easy, but God makes it, like, easier for me. Okay. And then, like, doing things that I know that if my mom was here, she would be so proud of me. Doing those things are like, things that make me stronger. So, I already set my mind that my mom obviously wants me to do very well in my exams. So I cannot lay her down. Do you understand? Okay. So I had to set set up my mind that no matter what it will take me, I'm doing it for her. So I have to do it and do it well. Okay, I see. So I had to prepare for my exams, all of those things. And luckily, we didn't end up writing the exams. Because of COVID? <laughs> yes, we didn't oh. write the exams. Okay. So that's when we we came back home and they canceled the exams and everything. So I was like, God knows this. Even if I, I had to write the exams, I would still have written it well. But maybe God just knew that that won't have been my best. True. True. So I think yes. I think your your dad played it perfectly. I think your family did play it perfectly, because if you had found out in school, oh my God. Exactly. Oh my God. Ah, Jerry, I would have been no Jerry. I don't even know. Because who you know, can. you know the funny thing that happened. What? My like some people found out and then started putting it up on like some good chats and my mom was on putting it on their status and everything. My my daddy got really worried. His BP got so high and was saying that if his daughter should find out before she comes back, that. He would literally sue them. So he was like, my dad wanted to come to Ghana the following morning after what had happened. So the, my family members were like, "Why would you just? Why would you want to go to Ghana? Is that she comes home True. and you tell her when she's home?" Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense going to tell her then you leave her there. Exactly. Like he wouldn't even and be able so to she... talk to you without the support of your other exactly. family members. Like, 
okay, I spent a week at home before going back to school. So mm. like, I was already okay. I I could. I was okay. I was okay to go back. Do you understand? I guess it's. I was okay to go back to school. And then my friends, like the people that I knew, were so like were always with me. Like obviously, sometimes I would cry. Like literally, almost every night I would cry. They would be there with me. You know, if I instead of you to call for the best of them, they would be crying with me. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, uh, like. But the thing was that. Like, my friends really helped me a lot. Yeah. Like, because my friends are literally like family as well. So, the people that I knew in school, do you understand? Yeah. So, it wasn't difficult for me to manage myself in school. Yeah, like, when when I found out, when I found out, a lot of things were just going through my head. A lot of things were going through. Because I, I thought it just happened. I thought that it just happened, like, and... That period, I was supposed to fly to Ghana for something. So, the moment I heard it, I was like, I'm just going to fasten this thing up. Because I don't know if you were still in Ghana or you were in... But then, like, I just wanted to get to you. Because I know that you were not going to take this lightly. I don't know. Like, you just... You felt... you, You felt to me... You felt like an egg. Like, you were just a very little person that just likes playing. So, I don't know if you can find the courage to be strong. And I know you definitely won't do that on your own. And I just did not want you to do something irrational. Like, I just wanted you to be okay, to be very honest. Like, I really just wanted you to. Because I have seen a lot... Like, in the moment I finished secondary school, yeah, from my year one in KNUST, I started experiencing, like, people dying, people that are close to me dying, a friend of mine that was very close to me in secondary school. Like, our families are practically family friends, or we have, like, family ties and shit. His sister passed away instantly do, yeah. just like what happened to you they reached out to me and told me and i literally chatting with one of my closest friends and i know his sister is dead and they are very close in their family like their house is probably yeah. one of the closest families i have seen in my life they look alike they talk alike you can't do one thing without the other person like there's just a heavy sink in their family and i know that she has passed away and i'm chatting with this person and i'm making him laugh we are gisting i know that this guy is going to get the news soon and unluckily for for him it wasn't like because i knew he was going to get it even before his family tells him i knew that was going to happen because yeah, already too many people knew. Wow. Yeah, and not everybody knows how to handle a situation like that. It's not like they have bad intentions, but they just don't know how to handle it. They think everybody is strong. Or some people appear strong. The people that appear the strongest are actually emotionally very weak. Like, they would break, like, a cup of class. And it's not going to be nice if they don't have the right support yeah. around them. So, like, that period was, it was really messed up. Because 
I, I, I knew he was going to find out really soon. But it wasn't going to come from me. And I already knew. And while we were chatting, I was putting laugh emojis. I was shedding tears. Like, I was oh just my in my room. Like, I was really down. And then, like, fast forward later, like, a couple of a couple of times, you hear people dying and people that are close to you. Like, it's just, it's just too much. Some days ago, was it yesterday or so? I got another news that somebody from KNUST as well, she passed away yeah, because she had cancer. And so yeah, and this person I have met a couple of times and very nice person. It was just, oh my God. I just want the year to just end, to be very honest, because it's just a lot. Like this year was a lot. A lot of people just losing family members. Yeah, a lot of people just losing family members and stuff like that. But after, like, when you went back to school, I know that... Yeah. I know in school, in class, you probably be... Mm, you look just as lively as every other person because you just... You want to get your thing done. You don't want to make people ask you questions. But... Yeah, I was just so normal. Yeah, yeah. I I, I can't... I, but that, that that is really dangerous, though. Because it yeah. will hurt you more you when know, you are alone. I wasn't hiding my emotions. Mm. Like days when I knew that I couldn't do it, I won't go to class. Like there were some days that okay, like in a week I'll only go to class like twice. Okay, that's is... then I had a good seat mate. So she would bring like maybe if there was anything to sign for me, she would sign it for me. She didn't even know as well what had happened. She didn't know anything just for for people for people listening yeah when debbie says she she doesn't like she goes to class just twice a week see this is somebody that would rather die than miss class like debbie gets there before every lecturer like i I know like we all go to class and stuff like but then like when um, Debbie would be there like sometimes I'm like what is wrong Debbie what do you want in this school like at some point I was like what do you want because like you are raising the bar man and you were in first year you were in first year you were in pharmacy and you were pushing the bar farther than like now it was watching you work was 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 something Debbie doesn't miss classes, guys. She does not miss classes. She goes to classes, comes back, takes a nap, and then goes back to class for group meetings. Oh, my God. So, like, when you say you go to class only twice, like, it's... You know that this thing really hits you bad. Exactly, exactly. But did you go Did you go into depression? Were you, were you depressed? No.
like I had zoned out. I really zoned out. But that that period in my life, like I don't know, there was just this thing. I God was just God was literally just there for me because there's nothing nobody would have said, no amount of words that you could have said that would have encouraged me. So God was just there for me. God was just there. I would see Bible passages that would always encourage me. I did different plans, like on new version, like mm-hmm. ways to handle grief and everything. Yeah. So God was honestly just there for me. Honestly, God was just there for me. And I think this period, that period of my life, and this whole period, I've honestly had like a new perspective, a whole new look at life. Yeah, it does that. Losing a family member does that. But I think that I feel like when people go through these type of things, you should never try to be strong. That's the least thing you should try to do. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad that if you um, need to cry, cry. If you need to shut everybody out, shut everybody out. If you need to just be by yourself, be by mm. yourself. If you want to shout, if you want to break bottles, please break <laughs> the bottles. It's very it's very necessary, like for you to let out how you're feeling. Me, I'm 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 very glad that you didn't try to suppress the feelings. Mm. And yeah, mm. I think that that really helped you. You did not try to suppress the feelings because you know sometimes right people people when they experience things like this they don't take it very well they just shut it down they push it down and then they go about their daily life they keep pushing it down pushing it down and then like when that thing resurfaces it's really bad for them some of them go into drugs so like i know like three people in school that's were into drugs because not because they liked it, not because of peer pressure. It's because of a tragedy that happened that they couldn't deal with, and they saw that as an alternative to escape reality, and they just kept getting hooked, and kept getting deeper and deeper into the system, and they just couldn't get out of the drugs and everything, and like three people in school that went through very tragic incidents yeah Yeah, like really you know expressing yourself to people that that really matter is is a big one people that matter to you it's a big one and i think that's how that's how you find you find closure and for your case where your mom wasn't sick it wasn't she wasn't sick in the surface because a lot of times, like, people might have, like, an underlining health condition that doesn't really show that you're a pharmacist, you should know. Like, yeah, yeah like, sometimes you might have a condition that doesn't show and you have to, you might not know it, but it's working on you until some time you just pass away. So, like, did you find the need to find closure? Did like, I find The need to find closure, like, why did she pass away? Like, were you asking those questions after you found out? Like, why? How can that happen? Like, why did she just pass away like that? Did you want to check 
for anatomy. Is it, oh, I'm sorry, what's it called? Um, what's, what's, um, what's this stuff called you I, do for... Um, Jerry, you're people. the one that is making me forget this thing. You are the one in pharmacy. I'm a business student. Oh. Yeah, the one that's making me forget this thing because it's just it's just right here. It's yeah, like it's right just it's just in front of yeah my lips. But then like anyways, no I'm good. We let's blame it on COVID. But COVID kept you away from yours. Yeah, yeah. So like the investigation you carry out f- to find out the cause of someone dying. That's what we're talking about. If we find the, okay, yeah. if we find the word, we'll use it later on in the episode. If we don't find it. Or your is your name. So, like, did you want to find out, like, if there was any technical, like, okay, yeah. condition? Yeah. Um, I, I, I wanted to say the name. Now you made me forget the thing. So, um, what's that, Terry? Hey. Forget the name. I just explain it. Don't worry. We'll blame it on COVID. Anyways, okay. We've not been in school for yeah, a while. Yeah, that was already done. Jonathan. Okay. Oh, okay. That was done, like, yeah, before the funeral, that was done. Okay. But, um, it was, it wasn't, that kind of thing isn't something, like, that would, the whole thing, like, there's a whole history behind everything that happened. You know that kind of thing, when God has called for somebody, my mommy was taking action to show that she was prepared, she she knew it was coming soon. Do you understand? Okay. So like for her case, I feel like God just called her. Apart from the whole medical issues because the people that have these issues, do you understand? Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't kill you. Okay. It's not even it's something very minor, do you understand? Yeah. Exactly. But then it was my mom's one was like she was prepared and she was honestly very prepared. She was honestly very prepared. The whole, you know, I can't start telling you the whole story of everything, the, in, the incidents that happened before mm. she finally passed on. It's the whole, the whole story. Okay. So. Okay. So how, how you found closure was you just believe God called her, like that was her time and she was ready. Honestly, that was her time. That was honestly her time. I know the thing is that, you know, it's just the same way you, it's like, it's very, it's very disturbing why young people would die. Do you understand? Yeah. It's very disturbing. It's very, very disturbing. There are even old people that are having serious issues from one issue to the other. They're, they're in hospital, like, back to back, but then they're still living. Yeah. Well, then what I just figured out is that when it's your time, it's your time. Do you understand? Yeah. There's nothing that would, there's no amount of prayer that will bring you back when it's your time. Honestly. If it's not your time, yes, you can come back. But when, once it's your time, it's going to see your time. So that's how I pictured the whole thing. Because normally, normally you say, okay, young people shouldn't even die. Maybe old people should be dying but now these girls do that 10 years old who are 11 like they are just going so it's a bit disturbing but i just i just feel that honestly when is your time is your time so just have that fulfillment in you yeah 
because honestly, anybody can go at any time. I was just reading like this morning. I think it was okay this morning. I read I read two devotionals that way because yesterday I was feeling a bit heavy because of the whole the person that passed on. Yeah. That was in pharmacy. I was feeling a bit heavy because this girl just graduated from pharmacy school and Jerry, you know how stressful pharmacy. I know. Like I saw it firsthand. I know. So she just graduated from pharmacy school last year. It wasn't even up to how many months out of nowhere. They just diagnosed her. They said she had cancer. Yeah. Then in how many months she just gone like that? Do you understand? Yeah. So I was just feeling a bit heavy, and so I just I was just feeling so heavy yesterday. So this morning I read like two devotionals. There was this devotional. The first one was telling me about a girl that lost her mom, mm-hmm. about how she wasn't. Her mom wasn't present with her and everything, but then she just had, she just had this thing that she knows that, she knows where her mom is and she has this conviction that if she lives in a certain way, because that everybody would still leave this place one day. So let her work towards like being good in Christ and everything. So that she will go to where her mom is. That's the only hope that she has. Do you know that? Yeah. The other one was that saying about how, like, things on earth, like, things that we see, mm. after some time they are gone. But the things sure. that we don't see are the things that, the things, the things that are, like, hard, like, the things that are internal, things that we are not seeing, yeah. and things that are, that would last forever. forever. Yeah. I, things that we see, things that we see with our eyes, and mm. physical eyes. After the, after the some time, they are no more. So I was just like, man. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, hey, when this life is just like a pot of beans, because... <laughs> 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 because... <laughs> this life is always just a pot of beans, because... Everything is still feeling me one way or the other. Everything. Yeah. Everything, everything, and I so, struggled. I struggle with that, with that concept a lot. I struggle with it even till today. I struggle with it. I am this kind of person that I don't like changing environments. Not like I don't like okay. changing people around me. I don't like changing people around me because I don't like yeah. too many people around me. I just want a small group of people around me. I just want them to be there for a very long time. So when I get to a situation where I have to change them, oh my God. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I did not want to graduate. I said it several times. I'm not even joking. I said it several times that I did not want to graduate. Because I knew it was going to end. There was no two ways about it. I knew it was going to end. I'm not going to be in my room and wait. Be in my room and come out and I'm see fun. baby dragging her big bag upstairs or watch you going to uh, group meetings at night like that setting was not going to repeat itself and i just i didn't want to give it up because it was honestly one of the best moments one of the best times of my life i'm never going to lie yeah. i did not want to go i kept saying like 
guys how can we can we just like do one more year in this school all right let's just do masters at once everyone was looking at me like yeah you all right guy yeah, yeah, i want to leave everybody wanted to leave i want to leave i want to leave i did not want to leave i wanted to stay there and buy other um 10 cds into me from my course in the night yeah. or go to queen's hostel and get friday and or other barbecue yes. chicken <laughs> from oh my god i don't know man like i i've have i've had this thing right from primary school like whenever i have to move it's really like it's it's not just i'm not just saying it because like eh, i'm going to miss no like it's depressing for me it really is depressing yeah, for me yeah. yeah like and that we had to stay because everybody left the graduating students had to stay and wait every day that passed by man because I, I moved from old brunei hostel to new brunei hostel i'll go to i'll go back to old brunei hostel you know just walk around the hallway you know reminiscing about times i would leave my room and go to study room to go and read oh my god like a lot of memories and flashbacks like i'm terrible at i'm terrible at moving on like when it comes to moving on from things from people from people anything that if it's something now nah, like or I, I used to have something i don't have it anymore no 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 that doesn't bother me but people oh my god oh my god if i'm in a relationship with somebody right and for some reason or another we decide to go our separate ways i am not talking to you for probably six to six months to a year it's not because i'm sore or i'm bitter or i'm angry at you it's because i don't know how to move on like i really don't know how to move on so i just have to because if i keep you close by it is just torture for me like is torture for me and the only way i can even come close to moving on is to just completely keep you out of my life like completely i will block you from yeah, everywhere I, like, well. yeah and i would explain i would explain to you that okay like this is what's going to happen and this is why i'm doing it i'm not bitter i'm not i don't have bad feelings but this is the only way I can get closure. This is the only way I can move on. And, like, this is the only way I can survive this. Because moving away from... if When I'm comfortable around someone, oh, my God. Like, you will see my other side. You have seen it. You have seen that side. <laughs> exactly. So, like, people like that, they are not plenty. In school, I was... I, I don't want to brag, but I was very popular. A lot of people knew me. And I know a lot of people. But not very many people knew me exactly like the people that are very close to me they were not up to 10 you can count them on one finger so anything that happens to those people it hits me badly like it hits me if i'm because after i left i could not see any of my guys because most of them uh, they stay in lagos i could not see till dates i've not seen i've not seen most of them if I've seen anybody I went to school with, maybe two or three, I've not seen most of them. They are in Abu. That's the bad thing about schooling abroad. Because when you guys come back, you're just going to get 
scattered across the country. Exactly. I, honestly, I regretted schooling abroad because the fact that I came back and the people I knew back home had gone. They had traveled abroad. Me had come back to the country. I was. I felt like a youth copper in my own city. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Moving on is moving on is really hard for me. Some people find it easy, but because I don't, I don't let too many people in my inner circle. The ones that I do let in that I'm comfortable around and I find, you know, yeah. to be close friends. When they leave, it's it's very bad. It's very bad. After what happened, like have you have you gone back to school since, or you guys have not resumed? We're done. No, we're going back in January. Okay. Literally been home for a long time. Yeah, like very long. I wish I wish this happened when I was still in school. Shit. <laughs> I wish COVID hit when I was still in school. Anyways. Yeah. So like, but your dad, how did you did you get to see up close like how he was dealing with the whole situation? I mean, he hid it from you guys. And, and then I think for him, how he he talks about my mom a lot, even till now. So I think that's his, also his own coping yeah. strategy. You know, you know, especially when people lose somebody dear to them, they usually try to suppress it and just act as if nothing happened. Yeah. And maybe they stop talking about the person, and so my dad literally talks about my mom every time. Oh wow. So like. I think that's his own, that's how he copes. Wow. So, like, so, I feel like him talking about her makes, makes him feel like she's still very close. Do you understand? To her. Yeah, I guess. I and feel like that's how he was also able to cope and everything. And, and I think it's quite good that the family can find a common ground. Like like a common ground of strength in because you're all christians right yeah yeah so like you all can find a common ground in christ so that's that is also something that helped you guys a lot yeah this talk was really nice yeah it was really nice having you on the yeah. show guys go and follow debbie she makes amazing wigs girls in the time. yeah wigs by debbie you heard you heard her go and follow it's christmas season are you doing christmas bonus debbie um wait yes so do it you have to do it from only people that came from my podcast so yes, yes, yeah yes, when you get yes. there you tell her you came from the Unbag podcast so you get discounts yeah. <laughs> buy wigs for yourself if you're a lady buy for yourself buy for your family for your mom or any other lady in your family appreciate them show them love right now that you have them show Very them important. love if you're a guy you can buy for your boo no if you don't have boo you can still buy for the person that you are under friend zone with you don't know what will happen in the future yeah your, your love can your love can change you know can come up to that 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. It was it was nice having you here. Thank you for having me, Jamie. Yeah, guys. So that wraps, that wraps it up. I would see you guys on the next episode. We're going to have another guest that is just as amazing as Debbie. No. Peace. <laughs>